You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by two people that are particularly happy uh, today. Uh, Social Union, Luke and Vanilla, join us. Ata Maria. Thank you for joining us. Right, the debut EP, Fallen to Me, is out now. Uh, released yesterday, so it's been a day. It's been 24 hours. How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling super stoked. I just um, Fly Nun posted about it, mm. which is like a massive, massive um, buzz for me to see. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling really good too. Like I'm you know, Bandcamp chuck, chucking us on new and notable today is really exciting. Like for something that we recorded at our dining table during lockdown, I don't even think we had a. We used a drum mic for vocals. <laughs> like you know, like it's 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 buzzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're not supposed to say that on radio. No, we, we used we used a fantastic mic. It was a high end, <laughs> high end drummer. <laughs> Yeah. No, but that's great. That's great. I mean, I guess, you know, it's just a project, you know, must have been a bit of a passion thing at the time and working together for the first time uh, in music, um, you know, for this beautiful partnership you already had, taking it even further. Uh, and, the, you know, I don't know what the response has been from, you know, just from friends in, in whanau, Um But, you know, you've had a lot of press, um, you know, websites, radio, you've had interviews, and like you said, the front page of Bandcamp, um, and, and flying none, and I, I looked at that piece this morning. These aren't little things to be, you know, sneezed at. Uh, and it's just your first little project together, you know, and it's just gone probably way bigger than you ever thought it was going to go. But how amazing is that? I, I, I'll, I'll say something just really small was that the first, I think it was the first time we talked with you. Um, Jamie and Vanilla has this really big buzz afterwards and it's like this is so so cool yeah like this is just so new to me and all the rest of it and I I, I really enjoy just sending the emails in the evening and seeing who's going to bite back and you know seeing if anyone actually finds it interesting yeah what a, yeah for you because it's your first major thing isn't it yeah, like I think, you know, I've always sung jazz. So for my family, mm. this is very different to anything <laughs> that they've ever heard my voice do. Um, but, you know, our friends and our um, family have been so supportive, like just like my aunties and uncles and siblings buying our merch. And I found out that they played the EP whilst having a, family dinner last week. I don't think it's a vibe for a family dinner. But um yeah, it's 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 been really cool. They must be wondering what's happened to you in New Zealand. Oh absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, right, you know, it's Dark Wave, but it's with light and love. Um, the record is deeply personal, um, you know, and, and it's a wonderful thing that binds the two of you, like I said before, like never before. Um but you know, were you, what were your feelings when you were creating the EP? What was and what has it done for you as a couple? I guess you know, I know that's a, I know that's a personal question, but you know, um, from putting these really deeply personal things out there, um, you know, some really things that are quite 
difficult to talk about the best of times, like addiction and and um, confusing lines and friendships and things like that. How is it putting that out there, and how has that affected your relationship? Yeah, I think um, I think I I was a little bit apprehensive um, prior to putting out the single "Fall Into Me" because you know that that song was about Luke's journey, and I felt a little bit odd sharing that with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that um, you know it's not it's not my journey to share with my friends or my family necessarily so um I felt a little bit apprehensive about that but Luke and I have always been right from the beginning super open we don't do secrets so I think you know all of the songs are conversations that we've already had so there was kind of nothing new there I think for me um some of those songs from the EP coming out of a notebook that was basically a diary a diary that was lyrical was a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, and I remember our first gig being nervous that I, if, if I was going to introduce songs, that I'd introduce them with the, the the title of the name of the person that it was written about, which was normally <laughs> at the top of the page, as opposed to the song title that we'd given it. Um, I think, yeah, I think I try, I've tried to be respectful in the way that I've written the song, some of the songs in terms of being what they're about um, but without losing um, I guess the bones of it yeah yeah and it's done like I think for for us two I think we've both had previous relationships where our partners aren't creative types uh-huh. and they have interests in other areas whether it's sport or or whatever it may be but then us two coming together and being able to to create has now spurred on more creativity yeah and it's been this really cool thing there so now i've got back into my drawing and my art and now vanilla's picked up her watercolors and has been painting again and it's just spurred this bigger picture within our lives it's not just this isolated music thing it's like it's been really good for our mental health i think yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing um creating the sound of the ep you know again it's new for both of you luke from your hardcore background uh, your punk and post-punk worlds although there is post-punk elements totally in the the record and vanilla from your performing arts and jazz background the sound of the record is a new sonic soundscape for you both so, I mean, how what were the what were the challenges and to to creating this EP? Do you want me to go? Or do you want to go? For me, it was figuring out how to use my voice differently. Like when you're singing jazz, there's much more vibrato. Um, it was a it's a different way of being vocal, um, and I know that Luke. I, and I was quite nervous to sing in front of Luke, to be honest, when we were recording. I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would be like, I, I can't hear you. Or sing into the microphone. And I, I know how to sing into a microphone, but I was just, oh, I, I almost swore on radio. I was just really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and it was really funny because you've got this person that you're so deeply comfortable with. Yeah. 
and 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 it's that thing with with kids like I, I know for myself and and like when I was a young boy I would be the harshest to my mother you know and it's yeah. just the the way that we kind of are and we feel safe when we're when we're with them a lot of the times and it's like so then with vanilla I'm like I'm being way more of a jerk than I would be if it was, you know, a, a stranger. I'm going, no, you need to sing closer to the microphone. Yeah. Da, da, da. And, and it was just this, like... But I was nervous. Yeah, and it's this thing of having to step back and go, I'm in the wrong here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I need to stop this. And, like, and again, we've had lots of conversations about that and about how I can do things differently and... But in terms of the, the the actual creating of it, it's it's been nice to be able to venture out further from just distortion and a loud amp. Yeah. Um, and being able to actually play around with sounds um, that are just so foreign. Mm. So it's all a whole new... It's like discovering music again, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. must make the, the reaction that you've had even that much more better, right? Like this is something so new to you. Um, and you've had such great accolades already, you know, people shouting out. I mean, you've sold out of the CDs and the tapes. I mean, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> Have we? Well, according the, to Bandcamp. It's all, yeah, it's all a... The, the strategy, apparently. <laughs> behind it. It's like... It's this... A, it is really cool to get the... To get... Because you think you become really insular when you're within punk and hardcore yeah. and just heavy music. And, you know, I, I start to realise that my idea of New Zealand music is only this small blip if it's not punk or, you know, like Mellow Downs or Avondale Bowling Club, like some really high-end hip-hop. Yeah. Then I just don't know about it. And now hearing all these other artists and then... Yeah, seeing all these different websites that I didn't realise existed and it's just a whole new field. But in terms of the, the tapes and everything, that's been a, a a strategic plan with the label in Europe so then he can sell them from his end. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have uh, just said yeah. Yeah, you should have just said yeah. Just, too much honesty. Uh, but I like so that. <laughs> um, what was the plan, plan for... for for the EP when you were creating it, did you draw on kind of outside influences or was it kind of just unconscious coming to? Molecat Doma, my favourite band is The National. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good. Um, I think that the LP that we're working on will be different to the EP in a lot of ways. A um, bit more... I mean, it's already synth heavy, but there'll be mm. more of that. Yeah, I mean, it's the the stuff, and I say this to my friends, is that I've taken a huge break from actually listening to music for maybe the past two years. Um, and I tend to just listen to podcasts or, or 90s hip hop. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and because it's not so... It's what I grew up with, and it's not so gnarly on my ears yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I can still listen to the production and go, "Oh, how did they do that? I want to try replicate that, but in this genre." And I just find that 
the stuff I really enjoy playing, I've never been good at solos, but I like guitar lead lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that really kind of suits the stuff that I'm writing. And it just seems to, that's the stuff that comes naturally to me is the stuff that we are. I really enjoy creating it. Yeah. This yeah. type of music. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Was when you when you're kind of learning something new and creating something new that you haven't done before, it's that you find that joy again from when you first started making the the punk and, and the hardcore, right? Absolutely. That, and it's this really cool thing that I can say to Vanilla: I'm going to go to the band room and record some guitars for two hours or whatever, and I can get away and just crank them up and just be alone and just have this probably if you're outside just hearing a delay going whoa 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 but yeah <laughs> two hours, but it's a real it's a real kick and yeah i come home and show vanilla and she's always going this is my new favorite song or yeah that's or my line every time there's something new this is my new favorite yeah so that makes me really stoked as well and now you've got all these new kind of you know how many vintage um synths have you tried to find and and play with and these new tones and sounds <laughs> oh it's just this like it's so mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> and you can sit there online, like, like looking at whatever different corgs or original drum machines, and and there are some really serious gearheads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There. I've, like, been invited to the MIDI committee in, <laughs> in, um, in, in Ōtatahi, um, Will Duncan, yes. on the album, and... He's been like a go-to for all things to do with synth and electronica because this is just like how do I sync up an appreciator with a drum track? Like this is just it's a lot. It, it could take me two hours to do something that would take someone else ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. Um, it think, is. It is. I think even like for me, moving from playing piano to to synth has been really difficult monosynth yeah monosynth has been really difficult um you know because your next note doesn't play unless you've lifted your finger up off it just it's it's been a lot of of learning kind of relearning and um the the synth that we played that we that we use live um is manual so i've got to remember i've got to practice remembering where everything is for each song and and you know we've got to be strategic with our set list and in what order we do the song so that i have time to shimmy everything around so that we've got the right sound for the next song and just practicing those transitions is weird as (laughs) so weird yeah, whoever invented started inventing the first synths of the yeah, crazy people, crazy people. Oh, yeah, um, fantastic. So I mean, it's out now. What what's next? You said you're working, you know, working towards a record, an album. Um, but what about in a live sense? You just mentioned live as well. Uh, you know, do you want to hit the road? And you know, I know you're a family, and you've got you know a child who's just uh, had their first performance last night in their first musical and you're super proud and it's amazing uh but you know so so are you gonna hit the road and um you know will we see you down in Otipoti at any stage love to i'd love to um when we put out our first soundbite which was was that in like january or february of this year we were inundated with gig offers on 20 seconds worth of fall into me which was wild <laughs> like um 
I think it was like the South Island Food and Wine Festival and just like some the big gigs and then COVID just, you know, mega killjoy. Yeah. Um, kind of ruined that. And we we have done one gig and it was still it was a seated gig, which is just not a vibe for this music, but we're we're glad to kind of do something. I think I think we'll get there. Um and I think, you know, the way that we would go about gigging, I mean we're we like to be at home watching AEW with our cats. Like we're real chill homebodies. So the way that we gig would be quite wholesome in terms of being able to bring little mate along. Yeah. Um, if he wanted, you know, if he was keen, which he definitely would be. Um, I wanted to Europe. Of course you um, Keep joking, but we're, we're big in Europe. But, um, well, the label's there. Yeah. Surely they want, want you to come over at some stage. I mean, half of being in a band for me is using it as an excuse to be able to travel. Yeah, of course. <laughs> cool. and, and to be like, hey, we're going to go travel, um, tour Australia. You're actually only playing two shows and you're taking a two-week holiday kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. But the, I think I just want to, like, like I was saying, I just want to try and make sure that all of the, the programming and the quality for a two-piece and that it sounds big enough. Mm-hmm. for a live show and um, as I was talking about this last night and you know um, I know Simon from Long Distance Runner lives down your ways now and He's I remember watching Long Distance Runner um, at Whammy Bar maybe five years ago and they had this sheet up um, and all you could see was the silhouette of them playing until they cracked in and it's just got him yelling and the sheet drops down and the projectors going on top of the plane, and it was this really cool performance art piece, um, as well as the music. And it's like something more like that, I think, would go really well. Yeah, because it's not like a punk show where you can just put as much energy into it, and people going to run around. It is more um, restrained and has more dynamics to it. So, mm. trying to really like make it a full performance and not just a gig Yeah. before we start booking a, a whole string of shows. I like yeah. that. I like that. And I, I think, you know, with both of your backgrounds, it's something you can definitely pull off. So I look forward to seeing that in the future. Uh, and I look forward to hearing more from Social Union in the future as well. But we've got this EP to enjoy now, Fall Into Me. Um, where, can we, where can we find it now? Do you, do you let us know? <laughs> It's so it's on Bandcamp forward slash social union music and yeah. it's on Spotify. Just Google uh, Spotify social union, it's on all your different um, Apple Music and YouTube and all the rest of it. But probably go to Bandcamp, it's the always, best. always Bandcamp 100% first. But if we yeah. want to get a physical copy, we've got to go to the label, yeah. And you can just see the link through that, yeah, via our Bandcamp as well. That's right, and we've got a video coming out sometime this month as well, I believe. We do, we do. Um, it's in, it's in the, it's in the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's my wee project, and that's something that um, Luke is practicing, trusting me to coordinate. Um, but we've got um, a really cool videographer here in Ototahi, 
um, and the very talented Naomi Houseman um, directing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be really fun, I think. Amazing, amazing. Well, hey, well, thank you both for joining us this morning. An absolute pleasure to have you back on the show. Uh, can't no wait to talk to you again. Uh, thank what, you, Jamie. This what, was awesome. What song would you like me to play? I've got all four lined up. Our hands don't fit. Yeah, hands don't fit. The fourth track, the last track on the EP, other than the remix, of course, Social Sport Remix, it's on there as well. Um, Here it is, Social Union, Our Hands Don't Fit. Thank you very much for joining us again, and uh, we'll talk again soon. No worries, thank you. Thank you, Jamie. was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.